Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue. And I'm Neil Patel. Today, we are going to give you a marketing checklist for 2020. So today, when you're listening to this, this is going to be December. We're about to hit the new year now. So let us begin with a marketing checklist for 2020. First, what I would recommend in this checklist is listen to the last couple episodes that we did on the opportunities that we're excited about for 2020, because you kind of have to prepare. And what I would say from there is say, you know what? I'm going to only take, you know, maybe five or 10% of the trends or the opportunities that I'm listening or I'm seeing or I'm reading about out there. And I'm going to really prioritize this for the new year. So that's what I would do first to get things started. Neil? In 2020, according to Comscore, 50% of the searches on Google are going to be voice based. So make sure you're also monetizing that voice based traffic. There's tools like Jetson AI that you can use to monetize your voice based traffic. So I would look into that for 2020 as well. And you've heard me talk about this a billion times. And it, I think it still blows people's mind when I show them what we're doing with customer data platforms. So utilizing a customer data platform, there's a lot of different tools out there. I think segment.com is getting into the game. You have whole.io, that's H-U-L-L.io. That's what we use. But customer data platforms allow you to have one single source of truth for your data. And data, you know, people like to say data is the new oil, but you know, I don't know if it's that, but I certainly see data becoming a lot more valuable. So if you have any bit of traffic coming to your site, maybe not any bit, maybe you probably about, you know, you want to have like over 10,000, 20,000 visits a month, and maybe an email list, and maybe you have chats coming in, you do want to consider a customer data platform. So add that to your checklist. I would also readjust your SEO strategy for 2020. You should be, instead of just creating more content, you should be translating your content to other regions because in other regions, it's just not as competitive. So pretty much any of the language outside of English, there's a ton of opportunity. And in addition to that, consider updating your old content. So instead of just writing new and new content, I've gone to over 6 million visitors a month by just doing one simple thing. We spend the majority of our time updating our old content and the updates could be as simple as adding a paragraph or adding three or four paragraphs or deleting an article that's irrelevant or adjusting an article. Like if I have an article on Vine, I could be like Vine alternative and talk about TikTok, right? So just making your content more relevant because that's what Google wants. They want that more than just old, outdated content. They want fresh content more than just people building links. Yeah. And before the end of the year happens, what I like to do is I like to survey. If I have an email list, for example, I like to survey my audience. And maybe you don't have that many customers. Maybe you don't have that big of an email list. But still, the responses that you are going to get are gold, right? So for example, you know, at the end of the year, we'll survey our audience saying, hey, like, you know, we'll ask for like a MPS score on our survey, right? So, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how often would you recommend, how likely are you to recommend our content to a colleague, right? What do you want to see more of? What do you want to see less of? What are you excited about, right? Because then that can kind of guide us for the type of marketing or the type of content that we want to put out for the year ahead. Instead of us kind of operating in a silo and us just, you know, doing keyword research with tools, we're actually going out out there and we're getting the qualitative feedback from people from using surveys like this. 
Another thing that you should add to your checklist is going live on social media once a week. And don't just go live for the sake of it to help create engagement. Go live because at the end of each live, I want you to get into the habit of selling to your audience. There's nothing wrong with trying to monetize. And live is an exceptionally good way to do this. Ty Lopez is a great example of this. He's done an exceptionally good job of going live and monetizing his list. Grant Cardone does the same thing. All right. The other thing is, uh, Neil talked about upgrading your content, updating your content. It's important to sprout your content too, or you know, go omni-channel. This is what we've been preaching, but I think a lot of people still kind of struggle to do this, right? But you know, if you are going to do a video, so let's say Neil and I are recording live, well, that automatically becomes a bunch of podcast audio files. And then from there, we can basically take those snippets. Like let's say Neil says something amazing. That's a very quotable piece we can put into Instagram story, which goes to Facebook story, which goes to Snapchat story, which goes to maybe WhatsApp story. And then from there, you can also make carousels too that, that live on Instagram. And then you can also, you know, bring it over to LinkedIn and then you can also do carousels there, right? What I'm basically saying is, you know, make the most of one piece of content, make it into, you know, you can make it into 15 or 30 pieces of content. But if you're going to do it, make sure that you're posting natively to each platform, right? Not that you're just like, you know, scheduling in a social media tool and just blasting it out because people can tell when you're doing that. But when you put just a little bit more effort, people are going to give you that credit. They're going to engage with you and you're going to engage back with them and it's going to lead to more opportunities. The next thing you would want to do is start growing through product-led growth. Ads are always going to get more expensive, especially in the new year, but you could create products which can cause more and more growth. For example, my Uber Suggest tool, I was looking at it today, last 31 days, so last month, I have 706,000 users, 2.5 million visits, and I have over 15 million page views. So I created a product that just spreads virally. You can do that for every industry. You're in the mortgage industry, you can do mortgage calculators. You're selling e-commerce products like protein powder, you can have a calorie calculator, you can have a tool that helps you track your diets, right? Or your diet planning or whatever it may be, your recipe cookbook or you know something that helps measure your BMI. All those types of things can get you more traffic and that's easier to convert and grow in the long run than it is to keep writing new content or doing advertising. Yep. The final thing I'll say from my side is brand is really the biggest moat that you can have, right? And it's great that we have a podcast called Marketing School. Now, you know, at the end of the day, it's not who can run ads the best, right? It's, you know, paid acquisition. That's not going to be your moat because a lot of people know how to do paid acquisition, right? The only moat that you're going to have that's defensible is your brand. So, that's why it's important to create content. You know, if you're out there, you're helping people all the time. I mean, you're basically, you're creating a moat around that, right? Because people love you for for what you do, which is why Neil and I enjoy teaching so much. Also, because I don't know for Neil, for me, I'm an introverted person. So I like doing that. And naturally that builds brand also compounds too, right? If you continue to do that over time. And last one for me is add a checkout bump to your site. It's an easy way to generate roughly 4% extra revenue. So when someone's on your checkout page, a checkout bump is like a little tick box before the buy button. That's an irresistible offer. Maybe you have something for a hundred bucks that you're now going to get for $10, whatever the price point may be. But again, we usually see it as adds roughly 4% extra revenue that allows you to spend more on paid advertising, your SEO traffic's worth more. It just improves your overall funnel metrics and that'll help keeping you in the running against your competition because they're going to continually spend more and more money. So if you want help growing your business in 2020, check out marketingschool.io slash live. This is your opportunity to get in front of Eric and I 
where we help you for a few days straight, multiple times a year, growing your business, growing your revenue, and helping you accomplish your goals. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed.